What up, world? It's your boy, Juan L.A. Hey, yo, what's going on? This is Jay. And this is the Convo Kings Podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Now, what's uh, going on? This episode, what's good, boy? You all right? Yep. Now, for this episode, I want to hurry up and uh, bring our guests in because I'm very, very excited. My homeboy, Bruce, man. Bruce, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. What's going on, uh, Bruce? How you doing? I'm all right, man. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. For sure. All right. Before we start off every show, we always, uh, you know, just give love and appreciation to our homeboy, our fallen soldier, KG. You know what I'm saying? We love you. Miss you. Every episode you already know is dedicated to you. Boom. That's how we yep. start off. Miss you, bro. Now, we got a, we got a couple of topics here. I got a feeling it's going to be a good one. Jay, you want to start it with yours? Yeah, we can start with mine. One of my topics that I had was how society, what are your views on how society may be de- demasculating men? Okay. How do I feel society is de- demasculating the the man? The, the black man or just man, period? Just, you can go men, you can go black men, however you want, just your opinion. Now, I want to start by saying I do understand that a lot of people believe that there is a agenda to demasculate black men, especially, you know, when they on a, a platform or if they, you know, famous. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest, man. I don't see it. You don't see how society, you don't think society is demasculating the men? I don't think so. Why not? That's just me. Why not? Because I feel like whoever you are, whoever you may be, whatever your lifestyle choice is, whatever you want to do, nobody can make you do anything that you don't want to do. So you're going to be who you are regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be nobody can try to sway you either way. Like, you're going to be who you are. Like, you're going to be attracted to what you, whatever whatever or whomever you're attracted to. So you don't think the media or social media has an influence on that? It may have an influence on younger people. But again, like, is it going to make you jump off a bridge if you don't want to? No. Well, we, we, well, let's just just say this. Let's just go from starting from a kid 10 years old on up. Okay. So do you, you don't think the media will have an influence on somebody, uh, a kid that's 10 years old? I mean, on how they may have to act? Influence, but not control. You know what I mean? I don't think that it's like, a do or die situation like it depends on what that child is learning within their household you know what I'm saying mm, I mean kind of yeah somewhat I mean but I think now in this day and age most parents not most parents mm-hmm. but some parents mm-hmm. let the media raise their kids because you got some parents that just would lead a kid and just put them in front of a tablet all day or let them watch TV or play the video games all day. You know what I'm saying? Don't really interact. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe they may be too busy because they work at two, three jobs, which, you know what I'm saying? They may have to do that to support their kids and support their lifestyle. I'm not knocking that, but at the same time, I do feel like the media and social media has a big influence Mm -hmm. on what people do. Not even just kids, just grown-ups, period, too. Because if you mm-hmm. look at Facebook and what be trending and how people act and all that, right. that's a big influence. So I think people just go with what's popular, honestly. 
Bruce, how you feeling so far about this? You got anything? Honestly, I don't. I I think media has helped it, but I think it's more from self sabotage. From mm-hmm. like it don't even it goes if you go back from a lot of people go to like the crack epidemic. You know when most mm-hmm. of the most of the men started following mm-hmm. the you know single parent households started you know being more of a of a thing. You know we kind of helped our you know we kind of we sabotage ourselves. Because, you know, for some of us, you know, some of us haven't had teenagers, you know, or haven't had a father figure. And then the ones who do have father figures, they weren't, they didn't have their own father. You know, they're trying to learn on the fly how to be a man. Exactly. So I think it's more, uh, it was self-sabotage when the men started leaving the household. When they started, you know, a lot of men are basically, you know, one bad apple spoiled a whole bunch. You know, now all men are dogs now all men are you know irresponsible but the few who have they put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth that's all people's of color you know not just black people mm-hmm. but most of it is, mm-hmm. could be black people because you know that's where we're around the most you know a lot of people we know don't even know their dad or their dad you know they sometimes they there or they just come around when it's convenient and you know so we got a lot of these young boys who don't know how to be men because there's no men in the household trying to like hey dude that's not how you run that's not how you do your life you know, quit watching TV and read a book, or this is what history books are supposed to say, but they don't. You know, so we got a lot mm-hmm. of people raising themselves, and then you wonder why some of these dudes are wearing, you know, lipstick and, and fingernail polish because they don't know. You know, and the, you know the women can do they do the best they can with what they know. You know, what their idea of what a man is, but I, I think it's because we sabotage ourselves because a lot of the men, you know, they fell by the wayside. You know. Either they just not responsible or they for women. And then you get these songs on the media talking about, you know, I don't need no man. You know, I, you know, they can't pay my bills, blah, 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 blah. It's because a lot of these dudes are put a bad in these women's mouth. And then you got these bitter women who are mad at these boys for something they didn't do. So it's like, they're, so these boys are raised bitter because their home is there and because because their dad or their uncle or grandpa wasn't there to teach them how to be a man. You know, just you need to step your game up. You know, you need to pull your pants up. You need to have a job. You need to be responsible. You need to you need to how to think for yourself. A lot of these kids now don't have that. So mm-hmm. now they learn from social media, they learn from the radio. You know, I know some people, you know, they didn't know how to talk to a girl until they were listening to R and B music. So Great you know point. That's how we thought, you know, you're supposed to make love because all these dudes out here singing on stage with these, you know, millions of girls all over them. You know, they have a dude like, you know, no, you don't talk to the girl like that. You need to show her respect. You need to, you know, do this for her. You need to, you know, show her and have conversation. You know, she's just, you know, nothing just to stick stuff in. You know, you don't, you know, call her a B word. You don't do stuff like that. So, I mean, I give media just a little bit of credit, not too credit, because more of the men need to step up like, hey, you know, we need to do better. Get some of these dudes that got, you know, these nationwide baby daddies who got about 25, 60 kids, don't know none of them. You know, they just doing whatever because they, they only doing what they know how to do. So I don't really blame the media at all. I mean, I blame some of it because they're, yeah. because they're showing the kids, not even just the boys, because the women too, of what, what a man should look like or a man can, you right. know, wear all these weird stuff and, and it, be cool like oh that's manly no that's not manly you know you don't be a bum and just drink and then don't take care of your kids or you know you run from child support so you don't get a job and then you wonder why these men like oh you wonder why these women are like 
I don't need no man, you know, this and this and this and that, because most of their life they haven't had a man. They haven't had a father figure. Right. They haven't had anybody to raise them like, you know, baby girl, you know, this is how a man's supposed to treat you. This is how he's supposed to love on you. This is how, you know, they've had nothing but dogs. And then you got a couple of these cats that are just like, you know, they know, they know, they, they, they're trying to, you know, make their way. They're trying to do the best they can mm-hmm. and they treat the women right. But they're doing so much work trying to fix the, the, the damaged women. You know, it, it just, it takes just too much work. And then everybody's tired and worn out. And then you wonder why, you know, the good dudes are just like, there's no good men around. It's because a lot of these women are hurt, <laughs> you know. So it's just like, I'll give media just a little bit of credit. But it's mostly because people need to just check themselves and just, you know, we need to suck up and do what we need to do. And if we don't know, we either need to ask one of these old cats who did do well, who are married, like, 50-plus years or who have raised all a whole bunch of kids and did their part, not just by child support, but raising yeah. them morally, and then try to work from there. But, hey, yo, uh, I mean, I, I – go ahead. Go, I, I, I got a response to that. But go ahead. I just want to say real quick, Bruce came in swinging like a CNN news reporter, man. This guy sounds like he's on a panel somewhere. Like That, that was a point very, very, very well said. Um, it was. Jay, go, ahead, go ahead with your point. Go ahead with your point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with most, at least 90% of what he said. I agree with at least 90%. But a part of me feels that the media and society, just with this government and all that, has influenced the women to be like that because over the years, they have demasculated the men. If you go back to slavery day, the owners used to rape the black men. Mm-hmm. Just to demasculate the man in front of their families. So at the end of the day, if you got there, you go. Nowadays, to modern times, to to today, if you got women that say, okay, if you got the government, like, all right, if you ain't fucking with your baby daddy, or if you kick your baby daddy out the family, we'll give you this, and we'll support you to be able to do this and do that, and we'll give you this amount mm-hmm. of money just to have a man away from the family. Which I agree with what he said, as far as yes. As men, we do need to sit back and check ourselves and realize what the hell is going on and all that and check our history and figure out what the hell we need to do to check each other so we can figure out what's going on so our kids won't, you know what I'm saying, be influenced by the media. But at the same time, I really do feel like the media pushes that motive of don't have the men in the family, especially the black men. Because most go ahead. No, I mean no, I no, agree. No. Like I said, they, it, the media assists. But like I said, mm-hmm. if the men were doing what they were supposed to do, then the media wouldn't have that much power. So it's still it's still based on on the people around. Like I mean, it's just it's but just. You, I mean, if you, like, go it's, fi- if you go fifty year no, olds, no, most fifty media year olds they grow so. up with fathers. Most 50-year-olds nowadays didn't grow up with fathers because of the generation that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to realize the generation that we're talking about because we're in our 30s now. So, like, you can't look up to the 50-year-olds because they probably didn't have that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, we do as a people. We got to look at our history and figure out what the hell is going on. But at the same time, I just feel like the media really pushes this agenda of don't had the man in the family don't have no influence of the man and mm-hmm. just well yeah i mean shit. you think about like bills 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 and i'm not your superwoman 
and you know respect by Aretha Franklin even though she wasn't the originator of that song you know songs like that yeah that push it you know when some some women who get in their feelings they'll play the song and and the, and the song feeds their their inside but then it also has to come if this dude was doing his job even like for instance like like my father he was around but he wasn't around around and me now as a father mm-hmm. it's a lot of I don't know but you know you do. But what I can always tell kids, you always learn what you, you can always learn from somebody. You can always learn what you can do and what you can't do. So if your dad was never around, like I'm a perfect example, he was like dad was never around. So I know I'm always got to be there for my kid. So it's always you know if you have the right mindset to not repeat three, to not repeat generational curses, no matter if it's in three days or whatnot. So you know for LA, you know. You know, I know his dad was around, but there's probably certain things that his dad had done that he didn't like. So he knows how mm-hmm. to correct that to make sure that he can parent his kids the way he wouldn't feel, you know, to not repeat history. He probably parents different than what his dad and his parents, you know, what his parents did for him. So it's more yeah. of learning what to do and learning not what to do, you know, learning what to do and what not to do. Because, I mean, I know there's some 70-year-olds who act like they're still 18. So it was more of being able to discern of, Who's who you can rely on and who you can't rely on? Because mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it can just be a whole bunch of thirty-year-olds. Like, look, we don't know nothing, but we can share. Like, oh, you know, hey, I'll watch this on on uh, TED Talk or NPR. You know, let's try this on our kids. And oh, I read this book. You know, it takes a village yeah. to you know try to connect the dots. So the next That's generation the right that comes there. up, they can do better, yeah, and the sure. next generation after them can do better. So you really can't use an excuse like, well, you know, my great grandma, great great grandpa, after a while, it turns into an excuse. Like, you know, yeah, you, you know, I come from a family of alcoholics, for example, or you know, okay, yeah, if you come from a family of alcoholics, you have a choice if you do it right to like, you know, I can't do that. You know, I want to make sure my baby boy and my baby girl don't live that lifestyle. So I need to put this down, show them what to do, what not to do. If, I, if they never been, to, if I ain't graduated from from high school, I'm gonna make, make sure my kids graduate from high school, and then make sure their kids kids graduate from college, or you know, make sure they're entrepreneurs and they do it the right way. When I try to be an entrepreneur and I did it all the wrong way, even then back in the day, if you can't watch something, you know, I, I, there's stuff for when I was younger, I couldn't watch. So it's, yeah, mm-hmm. the parents need to step up and like you know, look, you know, I don't know why you watching this dude. He talking about stuff that you are way too young to even be talking about. You need to cut that mm-hmm. off, you know. So it's more about trying to be aware of not making the same mistakes, even if you don't know what the mistakes of your ancestors have done, or you know, people trying to put you down. You still have to be able to push through that to make a better generation mm-hmm. after you. A very key Sorry, point. I feel like I'm over talking now. <laughs> no, 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 you good? No, no, you good. <laughs> it all boils down to choices, and I feel like it's a case by case study, meaning. You got some situations that I've seen where the parent has done everything right. The child has a good upbringing, but they just kind of turn into a wild child and they kind of do what they want to do. And then you got some cases where uh, the the kid can grow up in the worst of environments and then they come out striding like like they beat the odds. You know what I'm saying? A great example of that is Tiffany Haddish. You know, it's like she had a, a real rough upbringing, but she came through and she's successful now. You know, like it, it all depends on. What the choices that you make, the people that you hang around, the friends, that's that's my parenting style. Like I try to focus on his friends, uh, the, the kids' friends. I, I say his because I'm speaking mostly about my oldest. The people that he hangs around, like the things that he watches, I, I try to monitor that and try to explain. I ask questions. Okay, what is this? All right, so what you think about this? What is that? Uh, how you feel about, you know what I'm saying? Like 
I just try to instill in him as best as possible the tools necessary to navigate through life and, you know, so he can decide on his own and really be sure of what he wants to do. And I agree. That's how it should be done. You do what you can do until you know how to do better. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you swing it for the fences. You're bound to hit one somewhere. <laughs> I mean, people got free but choice. I know one kid that got... Check your history. You got to know your history. Yeah. And that's that's why I feel like we fail off short as people. We don't know our history. And did y'all hear about that little thing in Texas that they just they about to pass where they don't have to talk about black history and Martin Luther King and the civil rights and all that no more? Yeah. And the KKK being as, as, yeah. as grimy as they are. Yeah. Now, that's see, a, I think that's, that's messed up. up. Yeah, that's messed up. And one of the most again, that's, where it comes to, that's where it comes to people need to do their <laughs> homework and teach their kids at home. Exactly. That's what I'm about to say. Which, yeah. Because if they're not going to teach it in school, I remember my aunts was telling me stuff like, oh, hold on. Do y'all learn about this? Do y'all learn about that? Dang, they used to have to make us do this and do that. Well, let me teach you about this history. Read this book right here. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's what, I, I, I ain't going to lie. I used to hate it. But as a grown man, I, like, I kind of. I understand what they was trying to tell me and what they was trying to instill in me and, you know, just trying to give me a little piece of the history that was not taught in school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But I just, I don't know, man. The way society is now, Mm -hmm. how these parents is now, like, I ain't saying all the parents, but at Mm -hmm. least half the parents, the way they are, man, we in trouble. (laughs) And, and uh, you, you said something earlier when you said uh, a lot of times the parents may uh, leave the kids to YouTube. That's what I call it. Like, instead of, you know, spending a lot of time with the kids, they they put them on YouTube or whatever. And I, I'm, I'm guilty of that because, like I said, we, we work a lot. We have a business and we also, uh, you know, I got the podcast. I got things that's going on and I got work, you know, the regular nine to five. Like, it's a lot of things going on. So sometimes mm-hmm. when I get home, I'm like, man, I'm tired. Like, we, we were supposed to watch the Space Jam movie. We ain't watched it yet. It came out last week. It's, it'll be a, a week tomorrow. <laughs> we still ain't watched it yet. We ain't mm-hmm. spent no quality time, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm out here working and moving. Working. And so, yeah. But, I, and I, I, I do feel guilty about it, you know, sometimes. But, and I try to make up for that or compensate for it by buying them things. Like, okay, let me get you a phone. Let me get you a little laptop. Let me get you this or that. Or make sure your little Robux account is, you know what I'm saying, good and good to go. That's the little bullshit they into. But I can't say that people are wrong for that, but you just got to find balance. And that's what I'm struggling to do, but I'm trying to work better at it every day. Like, balance. You have to have balance in everything. If you want to be successful in anything, there's going to be some balance. So, yes, media does have especially on the younger generation, like you were saying, especially with TikTok out, social media and stuff, it's going to be more stuff coming. Yes, there's a strong influence, but if you raised right, you know what I'm saying, all you can do is your best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then it's like, so it's right to something. Right decisions. And then you also got to, you know, if, for mine, I got them on the timer because you like, you just can't sit there and watch TV all day. You can't, you got to be mm-hmm. productive. You got to be, at least read a book before, you know, since summer is going on. You got to do something. You know, yep. the kids don't mm-hmm. go outside no more. So, you know, that was what we did. We went outside till all day, you know. So it's yep. like, you know, it's different now because you got to worry about, you know, people taking the kids. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a lot different than, you know, what we, how we were raised. You know, we go out till, you know, dusk and then whatever. But just, That's true. Um, you just have to be more mindful because I know I'm guilty of it too. You know, I'll be on I'll be on TikTok and then 
couple of hours later, you know, you get that one little TikTok person like, you've been on TikTok all day, you need to get off. And he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know? So it's just, hey, I'm definitely so guilty of that. <laughs> so it's more of being mindful of yourself as well because, you know, because the kids watch what you do and what you don't do, not just always what mm -hmm. you say. So it's just, it's a hassle. Mm -hmm. Like, we got to be balanced all over, period. Very true. And, so, and that's so that, that'd be my thing. The kids, they watch what you do. And if you don't raise your kids to be able to raise them like how you think they should be productive citizens in this society, then and you leave it up to social media, then we're going to be in trouble. Everybody going to be in right. trouble. Yeah. Right. You got like something more? Yeah. Um, it's just something, something quick. Love language. I wanted to talk about uh, love language. Are y'all familiar with love language? Yeah. What you mean? It, okay, so there's five different love languages. Uh, words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Me, personally, my uh, I, I believe that my, uh, and it, also this is something new that I've been kind of digging into over the past couple of weeks, I, I believe my love language is quality time. Like, when a woman wants my attention or a woman, you know, just wants to show affection, I'd rather they show it through quality time. You know what I'm saying? Like, phones down, focus on whatever we're doing, uh, talking to each other, conversation, and, like, quality time is truly my love language. That's how I receive love the best. So with these five different love languages, what do you say? We're going to start with, uh, we're going to start with Jay. What do you feel your love language might be? Say the five one more time. Uh, words of affirmation, meaning like compliments, quality time, yeah, which is you know, self-explanatory, and then receiving gifts, you know, the thought that comes with getting a gift, acts of service, meaning like, you know, she makes sure your clothes earned or, you know, uh, whatever you think an act of service is, like, some, like doing something for you, and then physical touch. Uh -huh. hmm. Which one would you say is your love language out of those five? I might have to go physical touch. Yeah. Physical touch? Yeah, physical okay, why, touch. Okay, why you say that? Because, I mean, I'm an energy person. So, mm -hmm. like, if I hug you or if I, you know, dap you up type thing, like, I could kind of feel your energy off of that. And that would let mm -hmm. me know, like, based on your energy, if I could fuck with you or not. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, I'm kind of off of that where I just kind of want to feel your energy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you know, if people quality time and all that, people can talk and be around you, but then act like they really don't want to be around you. You really can't judge off of it. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. the touching and you know what I'm saying, getting close to somebody, yeah, you can judge their energy off of that. At least, yeah, me. I was gonna say that's that, that's cool. I get I get exactly what you're saying. Like you can tell a lot through physical touch. You know, like you can you can really tell somebody's energy. You know, even studying their body language, you can definitely tell their energy. Now, uh, mm -hmm. Bruce, with, uh, out of these five, what do you think your uh, love language is? Um, well, I actually did the test. It's on. I don't know if people know about it, but it's an actual website word, get where you can. Yeah, it's um. I think I want to say Greg Chapman. I want um, don't quote me on that. Greg Chapman is the, the originator of the idea. He wrote the book on it. That's it. Yep. And I had used it, you know, a couple of times or whatever. And uh, yeah. I want to say if it's online, I think it's like five language, five love language test or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. And it said mine mm -hmm. was touch. But I do like what um, he has said. Like I never really thought about it. like energy as far as getting dap and hugs and stuff like that. 
Like, you can't tell a lot by the energy. I like that. Because a lot of people, when they think of touch, they think it's sexual, and it's not always sexual. Yeah, it's not always sexual. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, when people hear touch, and especially if it's all, well, you're a dude, you're supposed to feel that. That's not necessarily true, but... Yeah, the exactly. whole you know giving people a dap and hanging around and you know I never thought of it that way. That was that was that was what's up. Yeah, that's actually exactly why I start diving into that because I feel like you know as men, we gotta we gotta get in touch with our inner emotions more. You know, like don't be afraid to you know let let somebody in, let somebody know what's going on, but you gotta know how. Like, man, I ain't feeling this motherfucker today. Okay, why though? Like, you know, once you dive in to you know things like the five languages of love and you know that's going to expand out to other things like you really got to stay focused on what makes you happy and what's going to you know bring happiness how do you communicate with your significant other like that's very very important but that's all you know just just a little something something throw out there you know what i mean you got to dive into that a little more when we got it got to get a little female guess oh definitely Definitely. this is a topic that could be revisited multiple times yeah, that's a good. I call one. it a uh, Thanksgiving turkey. I didn't think about that. Get off that! I I I I can hear the gears turning in your head. <laughs> right, you hear marinating for real. And then marinating hard on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you some links too. We're gonna we're gonna cut this up and we're gonna we're gonna make it probably about two more episodes. We're gonna we can dive into this even more. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Well, that is what we have on the docket thus far. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're about to sign off. I want to say thank you, Bruce, for joining us, man. Uh, you, you know, we, we've been friends for for a, a long time. We go all the way back to Bear. Forever, you know, ever, but, uh, forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh, man. We've been cool for a long time, man. It's great to finally have you on the podcast, man. Really, really, really enjoyed your uh, views and opinions. Uh, thank you so much for uh, man. You got some great points. Got some great points. I appreciate it, man. For like I was on ESPN, like they be doing on on ESPN and stuff with the little first guest take. speaker and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> to be a first take. <laughs> you did your thing, man. Jay, you got anything you want to sign off with? Uh, just the usual, man. Everybody, keep God first. Be safe out here. Keep your credit scores up. I always had good credit. <laughs> Much love to my brother KG, RIP to him. Right. That's it, man. There it is. Like we said at the top of the show, man, every episode we do is dedicated to you, man. We started this with you. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna finish it for you, and you're going to be here in spirit, man. We love you. And thank you to all of the mm-hmm. supporters, all the people who show us love, all the people who uh, give us feedback on the content. We truly, truly, truly appreciate it, for real. And with that, we are signing off. We'll holla. Peace. All right. Be safe. Yes, sir.